Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. Where we take this worldwide. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes It's the mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really couldn't devour him and from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam Show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 272. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. As always, I am Chris Featherstone, your guest. As always, I am Chris Featherstone here on the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. I want to thank everybody continually every single week for continuing to su- to support the show like crazy. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful of each and every one of you to continue to support the show. You guys are awesome. You guys are amazing. This week we have from Ring of Honor, uh, we have Adam Page, Hangman Page. Uh, great interview that I had with uh, with Adam Page to promote the ROH Best in the World on uh, June the 23rd. So it's next weekend. Uh, this not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, it's going to be a great show. Adam Page is going against uh, Frankie Kazarian in a strap match, and uh, it's going to be it's it's really really awesome. I'm really thankful to uh, to to interview Adam Page from Ring of Honor. Uh, this guy, he's really been doing a lot of stuff. He's been he's been really um, having a, a, some some really really awesome maturity. Uh, within his craft, um, just really starting off as a baby face and then going with the dec- decade for a long time, um, kind of kind of making his heel, you know, becoming a heel at that, at that point in time and, and, uh, and also just kind of honing his craft uh, at, at that point in time as well. And then, and then after that, he really just kind of, uh, uh, again, honed his craft uh, and became, you know, someone who uh, has been a very villainous, uh, <laughs> a very villainous part of the Bullet Club, uh, or, or should I say, Bullet Club, 
so yeah, it, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely uh, absolutely amazing. Really, really excited about this uh, interview. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in uh, just a moment, and we will have the interview with none other than the one, the only, Hangman Page.
episode 272, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. As always, I am Chris Featherstone. Follow us on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. So this week's interview is uh, going to be from a, a very, uh, very wily villain. Uh, someone who's uh, really had a stomping ground uh, in independent scenes throughout the years and really has made a name for himself uh, in Ring of Honor. Got an event coming up next week, uh, the Best in the World, one of the biggest Ring of Honor shows of the year, Best in the World. Some really, really memorable moments happen at Best in the World. This person is looking to defeat the, uh, the, the person or the, 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 the who uh, has had some memorable moments as of late. He wants to dethrone uh, Frankie Kazarian, and he wants to get his uh, he wants to get the, he wants to get Bullet Club's retribution back. So without further ado, uh, I bring three kicks of power slam so tonight, Mister Man Page. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. How are you?
gets the title from Christopher Daniels in the, the Buffalo Church Defensive from War Machine. Uh, you're going to bring some new Japan and gold into the, the family. Uh, you guys are going to be wearing sunglasses. It'll be so, so blinky. No kidding, yeah. That's uh, Yes. 
Yes, hello. Hey brother, for some reason I can't hear you at all. So I'm gonna apologize. I can't hear anything the screen says.
brother. Still can't hear you, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think we are live. Finally, I think we cut this together. Uh, and all, all together, all right, and all together. And uh, finally, we are here. We are live in a living color. And the the Pancakes and Power Sam show must go on. I think there were a bunch of glitches uh, that he couldn't he couldn't hear me. And uh, now I think we can actually call Evan Tech Proud. I think that there's a, a way to call Evan Tech Proud, ladies and gentlemen. Finally. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, but... I don't know if he is available. Yeah. Don't know if he's. Hello? Evan Tech Proud. Yes, I'm here, brother. How you feeling? All right, all right. Yeah, man, I had to use my other uh, software. For some reason, uh, it's not reading my podcast mic whatsoever. So uh, we have to. We have to make it happen, man. We gotta make it work and make it happen. And uh it said it's been it said it's been connected, but uh for some reason uh, the glitch in the system of uh, blog talk tonight has been really, really fun. But we are here and uh we're we're making it work. Uh so let's get let's get right into the next uh the headline Demolition Axe Bill Eady announces the re, uh, announces retard, uh, retirement from wrestling. I think he's over 70 years old at this point. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, you know, yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's over 70, probably like 72 or 73. Um, oh. Yeah, and and he was one of the people who I was just really sad about uh, that he would kept wrestling. I mean, he just. That just goes to show uh, he's 69. He'll be 70 this year, actually. He'll be 70, wow. 70 on December 27th. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, and that's one of those things that, you know, you're wrestling for for so long, um, and there's just – it just goes to show – how important it is to have like a union. I mean, Ventura was pushing this for yeah. for quite some time, and but at the same time, you know, it, it really never really went through. It's smart from Vince's standpoint as having everybody, uh, you know, as independent contractors. But under the WWE umbrella, there's a lot of you know logistics that he doesn't have to pay for. <laughs> but you know, the, sadly, it's one of those things that. Unless you're John Cena, Randy Orton, you know, uh, AJ Styles, yeah, Triple H, um, you know, there's probably out of the thousands of people in the pro wrestling business, there's only, and that's, as I'm thinking about it, it's really sad. For the thousands of people in the pro wrestling business at this point, I'm sure that there's thousands of people who are current pro wrestlers right now and and, and, and wrestles more than twice a month. Out of all of those people, there's probably 10 to 15 people that can say that they're actually – that they're actually – making a, a very successful living to the point where they can have their own insurance. It's really sad yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I, I didn't realize, I thought the man, I thought he'd been retired. Um, and I saw your article earlier today um, when we set up before, you know, pre-production. And I was just like, wow, I didn't know he was that old. I mean, he was up in years, but I didn't know he was almost 70. But I, like you said, is if you're not part of that number, you gotta keep wrestling. You don't have health insurance, or you're not part of uh, the in crowd, or part of the favor of uh, Vince McMahon, or where he could look out for you for insurance, or 
talk you out. They yeah, you back and wrestle until you legitimately can't go no more. Yeah, so sad, man. That's <laughs> really so sad. You just gotta, you just have to keep going. And wow, yeah, it's just really sad to think about. Like, there's only ten people. There's only, I say about. I, mean, I say, I say everybody in the. No, I won't say everybody because I've interviewed some people. I've interviewed. Uh, um, Tyler Rex, Gabe uh, Tufts. Yeah, and, yeah, good uh, guy. Yeah, know, he, yeah, and and and, uh, and and I've had a, quite a few conversations um, uh, with him off air as well. And yeah, he, you know, he's made it. You know, this this is public information, so you know, I definitely this isn't some inside stuff. He's shared it on the on the show uh, very candidly uh, that uh, he. He made a he made a hundred thousand dollars, and by the time uh, he paid for everything, he had to pay for a room, he had to pay for travel, he had to pay for food. Of course, they don't have any insurance or you know any type of health insurance or anything like that. So by the time he paid for everything throughout the year, you know he made a, a mediocre. Forty, fifty thousand dollar range, uh, range, you know, and it's like forty, fifty k isn't bad, but at the same time, for the you know for the wrestler who's beating his body up to shreds, you know, forty thousand so dollars. Is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Half of your income, and like you said, uh, he mentioned that on my show too, you know, off air as well. Uh, he's at all those expenses, like you said, if you're not. Corporate level, if you're not certain people at the upper echelon, where you get the free meals or you get this, that, and the other, right. but at least half half of your yearly wage, you making a hundred, making six figures, a hundred, two hundred k, but half of that going towards meals and expenses and rental cars, that's a lot. Yeah, so there really is really a lot. Is. Man. And, yeah. Uh, and then you have to, and then if you're making a hundred thousand dollars, you gotta, you, you have to do your own taxes. Yeah, you do. So that's sure a right there. <laughs> yeah, and and not only that, with uh, with Bill Bill eighty is um, he he's he's on that that unwritten um blackball list for WWE. WWE mm-hmm. doesn't mention him much. They do. They don't mention him much. They, I, I don't know. Uh, I know he's very vocal and very affordable how he feels. Very old school, but um. At least when it comes to the boys, uh, all, all the guys me and you've interviewed over the years on the off on the air, off air, uh, nobody said anything negative about him. So, not really sure what he's done to really deserve to get the proverbial black ball treatment for WWE. But yeah, they don't give him credit at all. Sadly, very very sad stuff there. Just and demolition was. You know, and here's the thing. It was kind of like a catch-22 for me because, you know, New Day's been my favorite tag team for years now. Uh, I mean, ever since the inception of them. There was something about them that I loved them that that made me just cling to them almost immediately. And, you know, a lot of of my, you know, good friends who are fellow wrestling fans can, can tell you I was one of the only people who was rooting for the New Day in their infancy stage. And... You know, it was one of those things that uh, I, I'm glad I stuck with them because they're incredible. But, you know, it's yeah. one of those things that it seems as if, you know, the momentum that they had really helped them. And, and I think that they purposely won, you know, the, uh, you know, broke the record because of the, the, the pending lawsuit that uh, Edie was in as far as it was, yeah. This was, yeah, just a class action. And, uh, and they purposely chose. I'm glad they chose the new day. I mean, that's that's something that I'm happy about. But you know, it's, it is it is uh, throwing shade uh, to uh, to to Edie and, and and Darso, and you know. But here's the thing. You know, I've had, years ago, I've I've had discussions. Of Flavor of the week. We had a series of Flavor of the weeks. So of we just had a bunch of people's names. I think I'm gonna bring that back. Then about three years ago or so. Uh, there's a bunch of people's names. We did it for weeks. But just about five or six people's names. Do they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? I have to, I have to 
rewind and, and, and listen to just the former episodes to figure out which, you know, who I said, who the names were and, and what I said. I know the demolition was chosen. I don't remember if I said yes or no. Uh, regardless, I should have said yes because I definitely think that they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because of their over, overall body of work. Because here's the thing, when Godfather went in, it wasn't because necessarily of the Godfather character. It was his overall body of work. And so oh, if they want right. to do that, you know what I mean? If they want to do that, there's a bunch of people who really should get in. I mean, if you're thinking of Bill Eady, you know, he was huge when he was the mass superstar. He was huge when he was one of the machines. I mean, that, that you know, in, in 86, you know, that, that, that machines versus Bobby Heenan feud was one of the biggest feuds in 86. Yeah. You know, he was huge at that time. You know what I mean? And so when he left, went back as a Max superstar, came back to the WWE, had to run with demolition. So really from about, i say, 86 to about 90, uh, I think 91 when he broke off and Crush came in. Uh, so he had a good, he had a solid five years. Was it 92 or was it 91? 92. Are you sure? Nah. Are you sure it was 92? Because I, I think yeah, by that time, 92 was Crush. Crush. You remember the early. Yeah, late 92, they added Crush. It was the three. It was the, um, Late '90s when he added Crush, Demolition was a three was a three man team, and then right after that is when uh, Bill left, and it was basically crushing um, Smash. Cause remember, yeah, but that but Raw started in January of '93, and Crush is already already his Hawaiian gimmick at this time now. Yeah, but Bill was still there early '92 because he left he left early '92. Because remember, WWE didn't do demolition in the Road Boys in '92. They had the uh, opportunity. Looked it up, he, said he, looked, he left in '91. I thought it was '91. He left in '91. Yeah, left in '91. Wow. Because because you know what, I right. remember right. when yeah, because uh, like I said, the the '92 was when Crush went into Crush. the Hawaiian gimmick. You know. Okay, you right. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Went, yeah, it was. And January of '93 was the beginning of Raw, because remember, Raw. and around the when Raw started in January is when he made his heel turn, because he was kind of getting lured by Fuji to he was uh, with, um, this, this Savage. Savage, exactly. Because Savage right. was announcing, okay. and and, and, right. and Savage. Right. Savage was like trying to tell Crush, no, don't go to the dark side, brother. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to do that with Fuji. Yeah. Yeah. And so, with the lacerated tongue. Yeah. Fuji was trying to lure Crush into the dark side. And you were right. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. And they, like, as weeks progressed, like, you know, Savage thought he had Crush. So he thought he was going to stay as a good guy. And then. You know, they kind of celebrated. I think it was like an episode of Raw where he turned on on Savage. So, yeah. Was it really? You know, it was. It was, dark, man. it was WrestleMania 10. It was WrestleMania 10. Yeah. Uh, when they had the Last Man Standing match, I believe. Yeah, with the lacerated tongue from Savage. I think he to this day you that is the first and only time you've heard him talk about a lacerated tongue. <laughs> I got a lacerated tongue. Uh, yeah, you know you're right, man. Uh, you know you're right. Time fly. It was ninety one. Not now, not going back yep. in, in 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 my archives in my head. You're right. It was ninety one. Yeah. Because ninety four. Because ninety four was WrestleMania ten. Ten exactly. And, uh, uh, that uh, one of the matches of Wrestle because WrestleMania ten was uh, uh, Brett and Luger fighting. Brett and Because um, uh, Luger fought uh, Yoko. And Perfect was the, uh, was the referee. And, yeah, Brett and Owen. Brett fought Owen. Owen beat Brett. And then Brett beat Yoko. Yeah, well, that, that Mania was there, weird. Yeah, it was. And then, and then one of the matches that Mania 10 as well was uh, uh, it was a Savage and Crush in the last man standing match. And I think, if I, if I'm, if I recall correctly, 
uh, Savage won because he kind of hung crushed up, upside down. He, he, I think he wrapped one of his legs up and that, hung him up upside down. Yeah, so. The match no one, no one talks yeah. about at all. Yeah. Yeah, he turned his back on me, going to crush. Yeah. All right, for, uh, <laughs> for the second time, we were also going to talk. I'm glad that we got this together now. I don't know how this is going to uh, sound by the time uh, the, the uh, show uh, airs uh, archived. But regardless, like I said, I'm going to have the full Adam Page interview. I'm, writing, I'm going to write about it on Daily DDT. I'm going to have the uh, full Adam Page interview uh, ready for uh, for you in its entirety uh, without any type of glitches that uh, uh, tonight brought uh, through, the store, uh, through the show. But like I said, 272 episodes. When you are a live show, ladies and gentlemen, anything possible can happen. Anything can happen. But you, yeah. you, you got you, you to gotta roll with the punches. You got to make memorable moments. And so that's what we did tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so we were also going to talk about Lana's push was for Eva Marie. Uh, we'll talk. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about Lana a little bit as far as the predictions concerned. We're also going to talk about Jim Ross wanted to commentate Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar match. It's going to be a slobber knocker. So cold. Um, I think I would love for it to happen. Uh, I wrote. I wrote about this on Russell's own, and uh, you know it's one of those things that uh, just like that. You know Tyler Dunn and and uh, Tyler uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate match uh, on Takeover. You know, him commentating anything just adds a, a, a amazing layer to it, and I really think that uh, if he to decides match. to call, yeah, oh, you he caught that match? He caught it. It was absolutely incredible. Was um, it, that was at uh, what, what was it? That was NXT Takeover Chicago. Yeah, that was Chicago. Yep. Um, and they talked about it last night on uh, Bring It to the Table as well on the, on the network. Um, as far as I think there's Corey Graves' match of the year. Uh, there's a lot of things that were talked about on Bring It to the Table. It was a really, really good episode. Uh, the the hmm. dive incident was talked about. Corey Graves had one side. JBL had one side. As far as my personal um, take on it, I, I agree with JBL. I think... Not 100%, I would say probably 90%. I don't think that anybody who dives, you know, is stupid. You know, he kind of alluded to that. Um, because, you know, Corey Graves, you know, he had a very good counterpoint as far as, you know, we've seen Taker dive for years. We've seen Roman Reigns dive for years. If the dive is used as a as uh, an awe-inspiring spot, you know what I mean? It's right. one of those things that... A move, a move that should be awe-inspiring. You know, if you punch, you kick, you body slam, those are moves that should happen all the time. But a, a dive, you know, it's one of those things that it's just. I'm about to be a doctor in psychology. It's just how the mind works. If the if the, if something, if you're handed something all the time, that becomes a level of expectation. So, so my yeah, he dove all the time. Yeah, absolutely. But Hart, but it's one of those but things, Hart did it. He, not so much, but not often, he did yeah. sometimes, yeah. Um, but ugly. but, but when, when, when Michaels did dive, it was one of those things that yes. when he dived, it was like a signature move. You know, right. like that, it, he, he really made the dive, like Taker, Reigns, both of them, they really make – Diving like awe-inspiring, like wow, he really, he really did dive. As opposed to someone sense. like, you know, I, I was watching um, a match at uh, ROH, and we gotta, we gotta move because we got some uh, flavor of the week, and we got some uh, money in the bank predictions. But um, the Super Card of Honor, um, the it was, it was a, it was a, a high-flying match. Um, I was there live. It was an awesome match to see. The 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 the, uh, the, the crowd was just soaking it all up. Uh, but I think that who was the match? 
It was. Um, uh, I'll get it here in just a minute. It was. It was. I know Osprey was in it. Um, yeah, that's Rip Rogers' boy. You said it was who? That's Rip Rogers' boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's his boy. Um, yeah, I know Austria was in it. Um, I know that. Okay, so it was Valador Jr. and Osprey against Dragon Lee and Jay White. That's who it was. Um, great, high flying. It was less than fifteen minutes. See, see, that's here's my here's my deal with this. A match that was less than fifteen minutes, all of it. I mean, just probably ninety-five percent of it was just spot after next spot after spot after spot after spot after spot. And it's like, where does the all come in if the entire match is just spot fest? I'm not all to see another spot unless you're about to kill yourself. And I saw that in this match. Like, you had a spot. You, you know, people were chanting "Holy S," and this is awesome. And then the next spot had to be better than the other spot that almost killed him for the crowd to be even more enamored. And it's like, right. why are you right for your body? Yeah, exactly. And they get banged uh-huh. up, and they're not main eventing. They're not ever going to main event. They get paid substantially less than the people who just stay on the ground. So why do people? So so why do you uh-huh. choose that way of 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 of, of wrestling? I, I, I'm cool with the spot fesses. You know, Osprey does some ground moves as well. Uh, Ricochet is, uh, you know, he's a he's a great guy. I talked to him plenty of times and had on my show before. And, but it's one of those things that you, you can't just keep having spot fest after spot fest to to have a match where you're trying to get better than the next spot that almost kills you. Then a match in the cradle. And then yeah, match right. with a roll-up. <laughs> right. Like, right. Like, a fixed pin. What is this? <laughs> what is right. this? Right. I got, I got it from a team stone. I got it from a top room fucking arrow, but oh man, that Mahi Star Cradle. Oh, man. man, I couldn't do it. I, That's I, it, it, it wore me out. It wiped me out cold. I, 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 I had a, uh, 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 what is that move that Kazera used to do? The uh, 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 flux capacitor. Flux capacitor, uh, right, right. Yeah, and and I, I got I got out of that. I kicked out a two and a half there. But as soon as he poked me in the eye and rolled me up, I was done. I couldn't. I couldn't do it at all. I was. I was. I was just out of it. So yeah, it's just. It's just one of those things. And uh, once again, thank you for Thank you so much, Adam. Adam uh, Page for the interview tonight. Again, the Adam Page interview will be in okay. entirety on the Crave Wrestling Facebook page. Be sure to tune up, tune in for that. Uh, I'll also be on Daily DDT or right up and be on there. Uh, Super uh, the best in the world is next week. And uh, he he said Kushida, well, I knew Kushida was going to get Smarty score for the TV title. I I have it on my DVR, but I have so much on my DVR. My wife has so much on the DVR. I don't like you. That I don't I, I don't yeah. I don't follow the Too DVR much. as much. But I do have the fight app on my phone, so I do follow it on the fight app. Uh, and a fight app doesn't have the newest edition. It has like episode 298 when Axel Page beat uh, Cole. So I did see that, but I didn't see uh, the newest one. It's probably on my DVR, but it's not on the fight app yet. I get I get paid to write about all this wrestling, brother. But I tell you what, it's so much. Yeah, I cannot see. I cannot understand how savage. Did that for fifty years of his life. That's how that's how he talks. That's that's how Terry talks. A lot of people say the same thing. That's how he actually talks, brother. And if you notice, and as and as one of our correspondents Toph mentioned, uh, it's always good to watch wrestling with people that are not. Adds into the product because he noticed things we don't notice. Like you know, my, my, my girlfriend yeah. watch it or my friends. And one of my buddies mentioned uh, these two things, and I never look at them the same. 
one, he said, wait, I love Savage and all, but why Savage arms never been all the way? Like, his arms always stay kind of hurt. And then he said, Luger, then he said, Luger, he said, Luger can't bend. He said, why does Luger, when he lay down, he can't lay his legs down straight? Because he always falls off his knees up. And I said, you know what? That is true. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, that is is one of those. Yeah, uh, and and of course we all know the Luger, you know, every time he hits someone, he hurts. Oh, 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 (laughs) He just just hurts. And then, of course, uh, 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 Hogan's. uh, (laughs) Asha. 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 And then, and then uh, uh, Albert's hit him yeah. and his hisses. And why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, right. oh, you got right. the Japan, you got the Japanese uh, Muda Chono. Oh, 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 oh. Right. I'm not sure about that. Then, uh, Haku, that's all. That's all. Uh, that's speaking, <laughs> speaking tongues. Right. Dated it. They they just breathing on you for no reason. Right, oh. just breathing, oh. just breathing for no. The Mastodon breathe. Just breathing uh, on you. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they are. I, I think he should do it. I, I, there's a good chance he may not, but uh, he did say he's fishing for it. So as Raw and SmackDown, uh, there's uh, you know for the sake of time, um, uh, the biggest thing uh, I guess from Raw and SmackDown. Uh, you know, Joe and Brock. Kudos, you mean kudos, it, it, the, uh, Joe and Brock was really good. That was the only really good thing about uh, Raw. That that the, the the start of it was really good. They you could tell the WWE uh, knew that they had no shot against Golden State and and, and Cleveland. Golden State won at, at home. Congratulations to them. Uh, so they really didn't have a shot. Probably saw. The Golden State was leading up to the up to the lead by like eleven nine like like eleven and a half, and uh, they probably said okay they probably will win so we're just going to give up. Uh, so that's that's what it seemed like. As far as SmackDown is concerned, um, you know, it's pretty. It's pretty yeah. It's it's pretty obvious that Shinsuke Nakamura is not going to win since he did the whole yeah, thing about climbing, you know, since he climbed. Yeah. Earlier. It's, 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 exactly. it's like the the episode, whoever's on top the episode before, is usually a 95% chance that they won't win the match. Uh, you, they usually almost yeah, always have Yeah, it's yeah, sure more it grab the title. You, you yeah. grab, you, if you get the upper hand in the go-home show, you're leaving That's on the, exactly on the right. picture you are leaving ice cold by the time the pay-per-view comes. So, our really quick flavor of the week. Here we go. It is now time for the flavor of the week. All right. For the sake of time, we gotta uh, we gotta hurry up and get through this. 2012. Uh, the, the the winner of the Money in the Bank uh, was uh, the uh, was John Cena for the, uh, the WWE Championship, and um, and also um, the World Heavyweight Championship was uh, Dolph Ziggler won, and of course, uh, so real quick grade uh, John Cena's was he lost by disqualification when he when he uh, cashed in, and then of course Dolph Ziggler. Uh, when he cast it against uh, Alberto Del Rio. Well, Cena just seen another title win out of 16. It's like, okay, whatever. Uh, see, this average, I mean, and I don't hate Cena. Just, I mean, it's hard to rank 16. It's not like Flair. Other people, Cena had to go so many times. Uh, uh, Ziggler was great. If you remember, when he cast it in Del Rio, that was the, that was the, Inauguration of the Raw after Mania. That's when, that's when Raw right. started becoming uh, then after Mania. So I believe that was the first Raw. Yeah, that was the first Raw after Mania. That that's the first time we realized Raw after Mania meant something. So I give that an A because the, the crowd was loud and pop. 
Yeah, I give Cena, I give Cena an F because he didn't need it, and, oh. and he didn't even win the title afterwards. And I give Ziggler, uh, I give Ziggler A. I think, I think Ziggler's probably the best uh, cash in uh, of all time. All right, real quick, uh, Orton uh, wins the uh, one for the WWE Championship and a cash it at SummerSlam, the heel turn with Triple H against Daniel Bryan, and then Damian Sandow uh, wins his for the World Heavyweight Championship, cashes against uh, Cena and loses. Real quick, what do you got? Uh, Damian Sandow, after because I don't know why Sandow can't win, or at least. I mean, could have, uh, they could have did more. Um, but what I want to give it B, because I, I, I kind of saw it coming, but then I didn't. I, I remember that. That was a good, good little swerve. So yeah. I give that a B. I give that a B. Yeah, I give Sandow an F as well. Uh, unfortunately, not for him. But uh, I give Orton a B plus because I really like that time. I really like the swerve. I think that's the last big Orton moment we've had. All right, real quick, we still got predictions. Fourteen. Uh, we had the winner. We had uh, Cena actually winning the championship, so that really didn't count. Rollins winning uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship, and then Cassidy at Mania. What you got for Rollins, real quick? Oh, a, a, a plus. That was a great Mania moment. Uh, a plus. I agree. I think it was an A. It was an A. I think. I think Ziggler was just an A plus for that type of feel he had. Uh, a for Rollins. I think it was surprising. I didn't like it. But it was really, really good. All right, real quick, uh, let's get to Seamus. Uh, cast it on, uh, on on Roman Reigns later on that uh, later on in the year. What do you got, real quick? Yeah. Seamus. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it like a C minus. I don't think it was that terrible. But, uh, it was like a C minus. And then Ambrose got one. Cast it in. Uh, the following, uh, cast it in the same night and, and won the, the, the well, uh, championship. It'd be, be, be minus. I mean, happy for Ambrose that he finally won, but I mean, his reign was just okay. Yeah, and it's, oh, most of all of his reigns have been just okay. His yeah. U.S. title was reign was terrible. All right, real quick, uh, there's only five scheduled matches with Money at Bank, so this is going to be really tough. Uh, Naomi, uh, Naomi versus Lana for the SmackDown Women's Championship, real quick. We Naomi. Naomi. I I agree. Uh, who wins between the uh, twelve days and the new day? <laughs> I want to say new day, but I won't be surprised if twelve days decide to uh, <laughs> you know, to, to win and he uh, keep the season on the summer slam. But I think new day. I agree. I think I think twelve I think twelve days stay uh, champs. That's a new name. Period over. <laughs> yeah, twelve days. Yeah, twelve days. I think it's a new day. Uh, and who wins the woman's money in the bank? Yeah, it won't be Carmella. Um, I give it to um, uh, Charlotte. Yeah, I give it to Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte I actually, say Car- I actually say Carmella. Uh, I think she's been kind of the quiet one. So I think that uh, she's been that for a reason. So uh, I, I say Carmella. Who you got wanting the uh, men's money in the bank? It won't be Nakamura, but uh, I give it to I give it to Bar- Baron Corbin. Corbin is the only one in there that needs it. I mean, Ziggler's already been champ. We already know about Owens. AJ doesn't need it. So I give it to Baron Cohen. You need that to build yeah. him, uh, you know, to, to build him to the next level. And all I of that agree that. It's been, yep, this has been my pick for weeks now. Actually, for ever since I knew about it, uh, it's been my pick. Baron Corbin, I think he's going to take it. Jinder uh, Mahal against Randy Orton. Jenna Juice and the Jenna Kids prevail, so Cat and the Soul Kids seem to come back. And if they some at SummerSlam, we've just seen this again for the past 5,000th time. Yeah, they're doing the free agent thing with with Cena right now. That makes no sense. I'm a free agent, but I'm coming back on SmackDown. That's just stupid. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Jenna Mahal wins. Uh, Randy Orton's going to be in St. Louis. He's going to have the crowd behind him. Mahal's going to get much more heat uh, this time. Back in uh, the, the previous pay-per-view, he didn't get as much heat. Uh, they actually, you know, a lot of people wanted him to win because they didn't want Orton to win. 
So I think that uh, now Orton's going to be is going to be in St. Louis. He's going to get a lot of heat by winning. They've done a terrible job. He's not main evented any SmackDown. He's not been in any SmackDown final segment since he's won the championship, which has been absolutely a terrible idea. So they're doing a bad job with booking him. Yeah, he's yeah he was booked terribly too. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, we we made it. We did it uh, again. Uh, check yes, out the Craig uh, Wrestling Facebook page uh, for the uh, Adam Page interview. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Monday Bank. God bless you all. Live, live, live. Episode two hundred seventy-two. Yeah. Y'all have a good night and God bless. Goodbye. Good night, guys. God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.